Hello prisoners, this is Stuck in a Dungeon podcast, an actual play podcast for a Dungeons and Dragons campaign. My name is Liam, and I'm going to be your Dungeon Master and podcast host for this. Before we get to playing, allow me to describe the lore of the land which we will be exploring in Stuck in a Dungeon. The world of Astos. In the beginning, Balafor created the sphere in which the world as we know it was the sole dominion of Balafor. Considered by the inhabitants of Astos as the god of balance and harmony, he is the only deity with the ability to judge the new gods and their creation. It is widely believed that upon death, one's soul would be judged by Balafor before retiring to the afterlife. Then, with Balafor's power, he brought the second god of this world into being. This was Pyre. He created the world we see today, the majestic snow-capped mountains, the green low-rolling hills, and the blue depths of the ocean and seas. He created the trees we gather the fruit from, the wheat and barley we reap from the fields, and the game we hunt throughout the land. Next, Balafor wanted to bring light and warmth to the world. Balafor created the radiant god called Sol. Sol brings the light into the world and all that exists feel her warmth. Followers of Sol subscribe to the idea that all of creation was made to serve her through diligence and conscientiousness. Their mission is to leave the world a better place than they arrived. After Balafor brought Sol into the world, the light that she brought cast a shadow on Balafor, and from the shadow, the god Mask was born. Mask was born in direct opposite of Sol. Mask's domain is the darkness in Astios. With the darkness comes discord, doubt, and subterfuge. Mask is primarily followed by thieves, assassins, and the shady denizens of Astios. Finally, as Balafor looked upon the world that he and his gods have created, he needed to give the people inhabiting the world conviction. He used his nail to pierce himself, leaving drops of blood flowing into the ground. From the puddle of Balafor's blood, Ao was born. Ao is a god that represents the primal animalistic tendencies of modern races. His domain is of tribulation and ambition. Worshippers thank their cataclysmic god through war and blood sacrifices. After years of the land growing and changing, many towns, cities, and empires rise and fall. After 2,500 years, a war broke out between the arid lands of the south and the towns and cities of the north. The nomadic tribes of the south all came together under the power of an orc named Dubok the Bleeding. Dubok began his conquest of the border towns, burning and slaughtering the inhabitants. This continued for years before the towns of the north formed the Elder Tree Concord. From this, the party, the Faithful Five, comprised of the Paladin of Soul, Saplodon, the Whisperer of the Woods, Acacia Evergreen, Hector the Horse Tamer, Alto Greylock and Angus the Cow. They rose to challenge Dubok as he attempted to fulfill his goal of being the reincarnation of Ao. Zablo uses the aspect of Soul, the Holy Sword, Soul's Grace, to cut Dubok down, ending the invasion and pushing back the invading army to the Deadlands, the southern part of the landmass. 500 years later, we come to a misguided group of adventurers just beginning on their journey. Now that the massive lore dump is over, let's meet the cast and characters of this campaign. 
Hey guys, this is Eric and I'll be playing Rodin Theodoropolis who goes simply by Rodin, a former member of the cult, Sons of Tranquility, and offshoot of the Church's Soul. On his 21st birthday, he was sent away for his Walk of Peace, a tradition all members follow, where they're allowed to sow their wild oats before returning to the cult. After experiencing the real world and seeing the cult for what it truly is, Rodin decided he wasn't destined to remain a Son of Tranquility. After many near-death experiences, Rodin realized in his search to find himself, what he finally found was a home. Hi there, my name's Kyle. Uh, I'm going to be on this podcast. Uh, I've been DMing for about two years now, and I make a lot of characters and monsters in my free time. Uh, I'll be playing Satrix for this campaign. Satrix is the noble son of a dragon, and he is trying to find out the secrets of his past. Hey guys, I'm Kate, and I'm playing an Aladrin named Mach. Maka had barely earned her adult name when she came home one evening to find a bloodbath with no bodies. As the eldest, she cared for her sisters after the death of their parents. This night, she had been out gathering their dinner and hearing no screams, but she hadn't expected the scene she was met with upon entering their small home. In a state of shock, all she could do was follow the trail of blood back into the woods, and before she knew what had happened, she was no longer in the Feywild. She drifted a shell of her former self until she discovered that there might be a way to find whatever had destroyed the little family she had left. Now, as a trained blood hunter, she follows trails of violence and often adds to them. She has allied herself with a strange group, originally out of convenience, but after taking down a fiend, she has realized that they may be able to help her along the path to her ultimate goal. Hey Jailbirds, my name is Trent and I'm playing Vodkilwani, a sweet smoke connoisseur and entertainer on a quest to write his bard's tale and graduate from the College of Valor in Newlander. Vod is the third son of the Kilwani family, a group of minor nobles in Newlander. With no inheritance and severe daddy issues, Vod abandoned his life as a noble son to become a traveling bard. We start at the beginning of the journey, in the Utter Tree Concord at the Harvest Festival in a town to the north called Oxen Falls. There's a party consisting of Rodin, Nye, Maka, and Ardent the Jester. They came together of a somewhat misunderstanding. The local protection, hay golems, were infected with a type of mushroom that took control of their bodies, leading them to attack the crowd at the Harvest Festival. The party got blamed and sent to the cracked iron mines. The party sharing a cell got to know each other over the next two weeks of imprisonment. Then, as their other cellmate, a pirate named Johnny Cheeklapper, also imprisoned in the same cell, brought forward his escape plan from the mines. After a time of preparation, the prison break began. The party knocked out the guards and warden, and they escaped into the woods by Kailside Port. Now traveling as a group from the law enforcement, they laid low at the port city, getting directed to a mob boss's drug den looking for more work. The group ventured down into the drug den, where they met the boss, named Raoul. He tasked the group to assassinate a gnomish tinkerer named Fizzwitch Fumblesnatch. Maka and Rodin immediately getting a demonic feeling left to go help Fizzwitch. After then, the party steals a rowboat and heads down the river to a mechanical tree with sparks coming out of the bark at some points. In there, they met Fizzwitch, and he tells the group about Raoul and his organization. Afterwards, points them to a small fishing village in Rico for clues about one of the commanders of the organization. When they got to the village, they rooted out the postmaster to be one of Raoul's commanders named Flies. Swiftly ending his life, they got clues to go to the next commander, 
in Newlander, her name being Sherwin. As the group leaves Kriko, making their way to Newlander, they pass by a town named Hohan. This town is known for their alcoholic beverages and is currently celebrating their keg centennial celebration. While there, they met a mentor named Maisie Mae McHammer, who told the group that she wants to do good things for good people. During the time there, some drunken antics ensued, a field of hops and barley gets destroyed by a cart, Nye challenges a monk master to a fight the next day, some of the party members marry each other, and the next day everyone woke up in random parts of town with various amounts of clothing on. They convened at the Drunken Chipmunk Inn, and at the inn, they discussed their plans how to get to Newlander. The party now rides out of town towards Newlander. As the group's trek finally make it to Newlander, they explore the town in search for one of the commanders, Sherwin the Red. They come upon a quaint little magic shop run by one of the Faithful Fives, Alto Greylock. The group talks with Alto for a little bit, not realizing Nye has snuck away from the group back to the cart. She broke a fey bramble twig given to her by a strange fey entity, turning herself into one of the bramble monsters that appeared. The group quickly fought off the beings, then meeting the paladin Alizar Lancaster. He is the high paladin of the Church of Soul and needed to talk with the group to file a report on what happened with the Briar Entities. During the report being filed, the group dropped Sherwin's name, prompting Alizar to ask the group, tell me all you know about Sherwin. As they tell Alizar all they know about Sherwin, Alizar points them in the direction of various buildings and businesses he has heard Sherwin and the organization reside in. The group goes to investigate these as they pass by the local arcane college. An arcane portal shoots out a small three-foot owl in. He greets the group and calls himself Satrix. With a new member of the group, they scope out the town and find Sherwin located at the Lucky Roll Casino. After stakeouts and playing in the casino, they were told that the Red Lady wants to have a word with them. The group heads to the penthouse of the casino. Sherwin reveals who she is and knows who they are. A fight shortly breaks out, arrows are fired, eldritch blasts are blasted, a few long minutes Sherwin faded into fire and dust in the penthouse. As Sherwin dusted away, the group began to turn over the penthouse to find any information leading for the organization. They found a wall safe hidden behind a painting, many broken lockpicks, and a plan to potentially blow up the safe is discussed. Ardent eventually opens it and finds a hefty amount of gold and a deed to the penthouse along with the casino below. The group decides to meet a man offering help to guard their casino by the name of Elward Delph. He told the group that he wants to do good things for good people. The group agreed and hired him as help for five gold a week to mock his dismay. As the group settles down in Newlander, they start to plot a way to take down the last pillar. The sweet smoke dealer called Chadwick Caden, who is said to be found in Illiford. The morning before they left, a letter arrived from Fizzwitch saying Ardent is in need of an upgrade he found rooting around his lab. Ardent soon departed the group to be upgraded just as the group returned from dropping Ardent off. A knock at the casino was heard. Behind the door was a human fellow by the name of Vot Kilwani. 
He was a very energetic young man from the Sylvast Arcane College, wanting to find an adventuring group to share stories about them throughout Astios for his final exam at the college. Now the group losing a member, then suddenly gaining a new one, started towards the city of Illiford in search for Chadwick Caden. After a week-long trip by cart, they spotted an iced-out bastion in the distance. The group investigated the snowed building and local town around it. They slowly walked into the main hall, finding skeletons and decayed corpses of guards as they slowly made their way into the dining hall and throne room finding tattered banners of the church's soul, along with a locket under a throne outside. In the locket was a blood-red gem with various swirling liquid trapped inside of it the same viscosity of blood. After leaving the bastion, they finished their trek to Illiford. Coming to the cold city, they went to the docks to find clues of where Chadwick is. Party split into two groups, one being Maka and Satrix, the other being Vought and Rodin. Maka and Satrix went to search at the end of the dock where they found this brute of a man shaking down a dwarf. They stopped him to question him and a fight broke out, Satrix being knocked down and Maka coming to his aid. While this was going on, Vought and Rodin stole some dock worker uniforms and went to the local cafe to sit and have a cup of coffee. They chatted with the local barista about where to get sweet smoke. He pointed them to Finbar's Wake, a local tavern, brothel, and inn, all in one building. As the party regroups at Finbar's Wake, they're greeted to a band playing in the middle of the tavern. The group splits and walks around Finbar's Wake to get drinks, and as that is happening, Rodin gets a message from Oxwound, an assassin that they met back in Newlander before they fought Sherwin. Oxman messages him to meet him in the bathroom. He has something to talk to him about. As Rodin makes his way to the bathroom, Oxman asks him why he's there and if he's going back on his deal to not touch Chadwick and him. Also, is he still getting Oxman and Chadwick into Super Heaven? With this happening, it jogs Rodin's mind and he calls the group together. Now, with Chadwick and Oxman and the party, they start hatching a plan on how to take down Raoul. Chadwick and Oxman give them a week to get ready and prepare for the final confrontation and take down the organization once and for all. They make all the necessary plans and prepare a lot of holy water for the night Raoul comes to visit their casino. The night has finally arrived for the group to face off with Raoul and his personal guards. The group has been setting up plans and traps in anticipation of Raoul's arrival. After a few hours, they get a message from Oxmund that Raoul is on his way with him and will be arriving shortly to the casino. After the message is sent, three hours goes by and there's no sign of Chadwick and Oxmund, but a strange group of five people have shown up and the group now has to weed out who Raoul is. Alizar, who is helping out our group, is posing as a towel boy, goes into the restroom to play his part. At the first sign of suspiciousness, Satrix has Rysir pull the sprinkler system, showering the casino in holy water. As this happens, the civilians start to rush out of both exits, clogging the doorways. As Raoul's group reveals themselves, a fight ensues with no hint of where Raoul is. As the group takes down Raoul's personal guards, Raoul walks out of the bathroom, finally revealing himself, with Alizar who seems to be magically under Raoul's control now. The group fights both to kill Raoul and break Alizar out of Raoul's mind control spell. 
With much effort and cunning, the group breaks the hold Raul has on Alizar, allowing Alizar to finally deal a massive divine smite, killing Raul where he stands. The day after the big fight with Raul, the group settles down and lays low, figuring out what they're going to do next. When Alizar comes to the casino, asks Rodan to take a walk with him. During the walk, Alizar casts Zone of Truth on Rodan and asks him about his involvement with the Sons of Tranquility. Rodan states he is not with the group anymore and has dissolved all ties to the cult. Alizar then asks if he can go see what the cult is doing in Sodale, because any attempt to contact the local church of Sol has come to no avail. He heard rumors that the cult is attempting something devastating soon. Rodan then agrees and the group proceeds to get a cart with the help of their guard Elward. Then the group makes their trek to Sodale. With this long-winded summary finally over, I welcome you to come join us on this adventure in Stuck in a Dungeon. This has been your DM, Liam, and I hope you stay stuck.